What's poppin' y'all, it's your boy Jace. Welcome back to another episode of the If I Speak, also known as Catching Up With Jace. In today's episode, you got my boy Ibi on the line. What Ibi. it do? What's Wagon? good, How people? Doing, man? I'm How good, man. How you, bro? So, Ibi, tell tell me a little bit of background about yourself so the listeners can, you know, hear you out and to, to get a better understanding of where you're, where you're from, what you're what you trying to do. Yeah, man. So, uh, right now, I'm living in Birmingham. I'm a student at UCB studying strength, conditioning and sports nutrition. Mm-hmm. Also play basketball for the men's team. Just living life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Ibi, you reached out to me and you uh, you said to me you wanted to record a podcast and you wanted to do like get into recording podcasts. So I was like, this is a brilliant opportunity yes, just to talk to you about podcasts and basically in general. So Ibi, what got you in, into the inspiration of, you know, podcasting and, you know, wanting to record stuff? Oh, sick. Good question. Um, so when I was in, so obviously before I came to UCB, I was at the University of Worcester. Yeah. And I had a housemate called Stoyan Toshkov. Shout out to my boy Stoyan, by the way. Um, anyway, Stoyan put me onto this podcast called All The Smoke. And mm, if that, you, if that you seen, yo, if you seen this podcast, yo, it's about two guys that played in the NBA together and all they did, obviously, mama, I love you. Uh, but all they did was, I don't do this anyway, I'm a good boy. Uh, all they did was get high and talk. But listen to this. They got high and talked with pros. Like you'd have flipping... Kobe, rest in peace. You'd have flipping mm. uh, NFL players like Saquon Barkley. You'd have uh, regular people. You'd have, uh, I think, was it Joe Biden? Or I can't remember who else was on the show, but it's not just basketball always. Like for me, I was, when I was in Worcester, it was wake up, play basketball, watch basketball videos, this, that. I yeah. watched all the smoke. These men were talking basketball. They was talking life out of basketball. They was talking racism. They was talking mental health. They was talking money. I was like, yo, this is kind of sick, you know? Then I got to it and I was thinking, okay, maybe I could do my own thing. So I started a brand at the time called Mishmash Hoops. It's not popping at the moment because I just stopped doing it years ago. Yeah. I was looking to do a podcast and obviously we was talking about this off, off the camera, but I wanted to do the podcast at the time for the clout. And I was like, yo, I could do this. I could get next one on the show. I was reaching out. Da, 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 da. Her Jace had a podcast and obviously we was just talking now. I'm like, yo, it don't just have to be basketball. It could be anything I want to do. And at the end of the day, it's more for myself to learn about myself but also learn for myself yeah so now i'm like okay let's get on the podcast let's talk with jace and also i wanted to see how jace like does his podcast and now i'm seeing the mic set up i'm seeing the pc set up i'm seeing the applications he's using i'm like yo let's get to it yeah um first things first Amy. thank you so much for reaching out like that's one of the biggest reasons why i continue to do my work it's because you know people like you you reach out like jace good work man that you don't know how 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 you know motivating that is you know as men in today's society we don't get you know compliments that often so even like small compliments like jace good work that goes a long way so obviously you asked me how to do a podcast because you're interested and then i noticed you said something about clout and podcasting you you told me before yeah and then i've always said don't do it for other people Uh uh-huh do it for yourself the importance of doing something for yourself, it, it's because end of the day, people ain't gonna see the whole story of your life. A podcast is you know a sector to share your story, like share your experience. But end of the day, it's just a part of your life. So you do it for yourself. Don't do it for other people. You know along the way you're gonna meet people that appreciate you. It'll be like yo, Chase, good work. Yeah. Like those go a long way. But like end of the day, I'm only doing this podcast for myself. 
I rec- like the one of the biggest reasons why I started this podcast is, is because I wanted to you know listen back to my own stories whenever I'm free because I, I realized when I used to sit down and speak to my boys we talk about a lot of shit and then I deep how imp- like some some of these stories I can look back and grow from it some of Facts. these stories are funny so i can look back and just have another laugh on, 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 a, on another day like that, yeah, yeah. that's the like point of photos even you can just look back at photos and reminisce the times i just do it differently on a podcast so this podcast is for myself but then I, as it were as it grew bigger and bigger i had more people coming on and coming on i was like shit if i share this maybe like sometimes let's say you want to listen to it back to your podcast instead of me going oh shit let me send you the podcast i I, I just send you the link and you can listen back to the podcast Mm, so it's for yourself end of the day do the podcast for yourself and obviously if you do get clout from it if you do get recognition from it benefit that's just the benefit yeah and then ibi you mentioned something about like your your basketball career and you and in worcester so yeah. how, oh. how did how did the Worcester and BCU thing come into play? Because UCB, uh, that, yeah, uh, sorry, yeah so UCB. I, uh, so I started playing college just before I went to Worcester, right? Mm-hmm. And I started. I picked up basketball fairly late. I picked it up at like sixteen. Mm. But when I picked it up, my best friend, who's still my best friend today, uh, he got me into basketball. He was the captain of the team. He's shit now. I'm still better than him. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, fucking anyway. The smoke. Uh, if he wants the ones, we can play the ones. Anyway, bro. Uh, yeah, I carried on playing basketball because I felt like it was just something I enjoyed. I was I was fucking shit, mm. uh, but you know it was just something I enjoyed doing. I was like, yo, it's really cool. At the time, you know, I was going through a tough place myself, and basketball was just that that release in it. Yeah, and you know, even though I wasn't good, I enjoyed doing it. And then uh, I was looking at university options, and uh, a friend of mine, she was on a different course at the time. She said she was going to Worcester, and I looked at basketball in Worcester, and I saw they had a really good program. Bro, I was ba- also Worcester's at, basketball Worcester's program. basketball oh is amazing. So a few years ago, they had a BBL team. Obviously, due to COVID, funding got fucked up, and they had to to put down the BBL team. Now they've just got a national league team. Hopefully, they get a BBL team because that program was amazing. Anyway, uh, went there first year. I think I played for the fourth team. Obviously, they had four teams. Like I said, I, yeah. I was shit when I first started playing. Their program was crazy. But well, anyway, have... yeah, bro, it was amazing. Like, they would have a 6 a.m. practice, shoot around, SNC, three, four days a week. They're training with the BBO guys if you're playing first team. The opportunities you get playing for a, a team like Worcester is it's amazing. And the outreach you get from, from different places, like... They're connected with um, Valencia Basketball out in Spain. Mm. So they had a Valencia Basketball camp every year. And because they're working with the guys in Valencia, that's automatic, you know, uh, let's say clout. But it's not really clout. It's more so free promo for yourself. But let's say a, a guy from Spain comes down now, sees a, sees a guy bowling out in Worcester. Shit, this guy's nice. Let me tell my guys in Valencia about him. All of a sudden, he's getting a go at the pros in Valencia. And just looking at that, I was like, yo, sports really taking off in Worcester. Not just basketball, but... Everyone's taking this shit seriously. I got there and I got to the point where I was like, wake up, play basketball, go to the gym, you know, and all the friends I had in Worcester were all hoopers. I had guys in the first team, second team, third team, fourth team. And it wasn't like, it wasn't a place, Worcester wasn't a place where the first team guys didn't fuck with the fourth team guys. Nah, man, everyone was, it was just a humble place. Like, no one was, I'm too good to be friends with you. I'm too good to be on the same team as you. Nah, bro. They would, we'd have a group chat oh, we're playing pickup. Make sure everyone comes here this time, this time. And we would just run for like three hours. Yeah. And it was just good vibes, man. And basketball was just something that brought people together. And I think basketball has always been a social thing for me because I'm a very, I wouldn't say close-knit, but I'm a very, I don't like to socialize too often. That's just me 
Would I'm you say not... you're introverted? Yeah, no. So I'm a guy that likes to talk. Like I don't like yeah, obviously yeah, I'm yeah. cool with you people. I'm cool with my friends in my, my at my uni and stuff. But I don't go out my way to meet new people, and I think that's yeah not a. So obviously I want to go into to sports post uni, not just play sports, but like work with sports. Yeah. And I feel like if I'm not socialising now with the people I need to be, that's definitely not going to help me to further down the road. Um, and I feel like it's always been something like that and I need to kind of break through that barrier but I think it will come with time because I'm getting better at it you know I wouldn't say I'm fully there who really is um, but yeah man Worcester was great and then obviously I was studying sports therapy in Worcester do stop me if I go on a tangent yeah. uh, I was studying sports therapy in Worcester uh, first year I had an operation uh, I'm blind in my left eye by the way if you didn't know yeah you told me but I didn't uh, anyway. oh, that's <laughs> interesting that's the story if you want to bring up as well yeah, how cool. did, did that so happen so anyway I had, so long story short bro uh, it's a disease that's common in Asians uh, specifically Pakistani people uh, and it's just basically the surface of my eye goes into a cone shape instead of staying like a ball shape yeah and it just makes your vision worse. So it's really bad in my left eye. I had to get an operation to stop it from getting worse. I had the operation. I was basically blind for about four weeks after the op. So I missed four weeks worth of study, which is quite a bit at university. Yeah. So the uni gave me the funding for that year back. And they said, look, come back the next year. Came back the next year. Realized the course wasn't for me. At that point, my head's filled with thoughts. Oh, shit. Do I stay in uni? Do I leave? Do I do this? Mm. Thankfully, I had a good group of people around me that did say, you know what? If you want to take your time off, you've got another three years of uni. Take a gap year, think about it. So I said, yeah, I'm gonna take a gap year. At that point, COVID hit. So I was just working full time at Amazon and I was working night shifts and yeah. it really took its toll on my body and my mental health. Cause obviously, first of all, your body's not used to staying awake at night. Second of mm-hmm. all, staying awake at night and just being by yourself in a place like Amazon, it's healthy ahead. Uh, I heard Amazon was really, uh, it's, it's a, a really bad dog workplace. Dog house, bro. Like if you're working in the wrong sector, I was a picker. So I had to go from, uh, basically I'm working nine football pitches wide four floors of nine football pitches mm. and i gotta go from maybe one floor to the top floor and i gotta go up and down for about 10 hours yeah breaks of shit people are on your case all of this don't help your mental health all of this don't help your physical yeah. health uh so i was like nah fuck this i gotta go back to uni and i was like do i go back to worcester or do i stay local to home and I, was, I was like you know what i left my mom for two years i don't want to leave her again so i came to ucb Thankfully, I feel like it was the right decision. I've met some great people in my time at UCB. I've, you know, found some really good opportunities in my time at UCB, not just outside of the course, but inside of my course. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's propelled me to be the man I am today, and mm-hmm. I'm still learning, and I feel like UCB was the best decision I ever made. I'm at UCB now, play for the men's team. Uh, my teammates are great. Some of them aren't. Some of them are. <laughs> but, uh, you, see, you might know who yeah. I'm talking about, but let's not name names. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, basketball is always something that's brought people together. And the group of people that I, I gel with at this team are some really good people, man. And I feel like I'm, I wouldn't go back to Worcester even if I had the opportunity to. Even if it was free, yeah. I'm, I'm really happy with where I'm at right now. Yeah. So you brought up a really good point, which I always uh, preach all the time. Basketball brings people together. Because deep it basketball beat brought me and you together facts man if it wasn't for basketball facts. i probably wouldn't have known you yeah bro so and then think about the opportunities that basketball gave you like uh, we became friends through basketball and now you're on my podcast we're recording a podcast yes sir so you you also mentioned a lot about you know uh worcester and the basketball you know team in in, in worcester uh-huh. what opportunities did worcester's basketball give to you then all right so at worcester i was on the uh, the basketball society 
Yeah. So I was uh, the social secretary there, so I was in charge of just making sure the social aspect of basketball was there, which mm. was great. I, could, I was organizing 3x3s, I was organizing socials, going out with yeah. the lads, uh, and it just made me, it helped me develop the person I am, but also helped me develop the people that were also there. Like, obviously, like I said, mental health is a big thing for me. Yeah. And it was also a big thing for people there like i was working like i'm introverted but there's people that are way more introverted than me yeah and like because in, in all honesty the reason why i asked if you was introverted uh-huh. i don't think you're introverted you, you, you uh, yeah i don't like, come across as it but yeah. i feel like i am anyway i was working with very introverted people and they just felt like i don't want to talk to x y and z i just want to play my basketball i was mm. like nah bro just come out with us one time you, you'll see Shit, that, they came out one time basketball is a beautiful it's sport. amazing you it's know a what i'm beautiful saying sport, bro. and it was just it was just so good to see people just enjoy themselves i'm like yo i put this together and now people are happy and then i became that guy i was like yo he did this man he did i was like yo i didn't expect to get any of this out of this i just wanted to make sure everyone was happy and yeah it's just one of them things man basketball is, it opens doors and it was just one of the things i'm grateful for and i don't think i'll ever stop yeah and then you brought the point that I wanted to speak to you about personally, mental health. So you didn't mention it. You said something about mental health. So where are you mentally right now? Oh, okay. And where, where have you been mentally that you felt you was, wasn't greatest in, like mentally? How did you overcome that? Shit, bro, we got to take it back quite a bit. So I'm 22 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't give you the details that I don't need to, but long story short, my parents split up in 2010 and I moved mm. to Birmingham with my mum in 2010. So I've been here for about 12 years now. Yeah. 2008-2012 was a really tough place for me. I was eight years old, going up to 12. Yeah. Feeling like I needed that father figure in my life and it wasn't there for me. And obviously I wasn't able to grow into the person I could have been, but I've grown into the person I should be. Uh, Anyway, that period of time, I, I just moved into secondary school in a different city. Yeah. I was alien to everyone. Everyone's like, who's this kid? Why has he got a different accent? Why is he speaking like this? Why is he doing so and so? And I was just like, yo, why does no one like me? What, what have I done wrong? Da, da, da. So I've always just, and I had maybe one friend and that guy, love you, bro. You know who you are. Uh, that guy just was like, yo, don't fuck with this guy. He's actually really cool. Met with a few people there. But it was always, nah, we don't like him because he's not like us. I got to college. We don't like him because he's not like us. I started playing basketball, bro. I was one of two Pakistanis in the whole college, which was a Pakistani dominant college that only played basketball. Everyone was on my case, bro. I was like, yeah, bro, I can hang with people. Like, you know yeah. when you're just blazing people and you're taking the piss out of each other? I could do that all day. Yeah, yeah, But you know when it gets too much sometimes and you're like, bro, you're really taking it a bit too far, you know? Like, I got that every day and I was like, yo, is it me? So I've always been that guy like, okay, if these guys don't see me like that, what are people outside of, uni- or outside of college or uni going to see me like? So mm. I'm like, okay, let's not chat to this guy. Let's not chat to that guy. Let's not. And I've always just been, okay, keep myself to myself. And I yeah. feel like that's just me. I don't like to talk about my emotions. I'm going to talk about it in my hair because why not? Listen, it's called If I Speak. Yeah, bro. man, that's true. Right, one, one more thing about my platform. My platform offers the opportunity for, for people to you know open their hearts. In, in a sense... My my podcast can be used as a therapy session because if you're not going through something that 
that, that you feel like is right and you need someone to talk to i'm always here bro like e- i told you bro. That. even if you don't want it on the ro- like if you don't want it on the show we can talk about it off yeah, record of course. That's but cool. like a lot of you know friends that came on the show they found my podcast as a, you know a way to express themselves so that's also one of the reasons why i, I do my podcast is so my people bro, can, can open their heart and it's called uh, i'm 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 thinking to rename it like, well, Jace's therapy sessions yeah. Anyways yeah, Sorry, Jace, sorry Jace, to interrupt Jace's psych <laughs> <laughs> Anyway Nah man So yeah. like I've always been that guy Like Don't try with people If they don't try with you mm-hmm. So I've always been Very To myself Like I've always said to myself I've got friends But I have two best friends That I know Yeah I can go to them If I need anything But I've never been to them Because I've always felt like I feel like a nuisance Speaking to people About my mental health And I don't say yeah. that In a bad way People are always like even my family like yeah, yeah, I'm a, yeah, yeah. I got no siblings by the way it's just me and my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom had a rough life as well. I can't like go to my mom and say mom I'm feeling like this. I don't want her to her to get upset. Yeah. My family that I'm really close and with that, now. That is a really grown up thing to do. Of course. Are you deep it, bro? That's actually a really grown people up don't thing. see it like that, you know. And then obviously you say your, your father figure wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously if your father, I'm just saying like if your father figure was there, I think your mom could have spoke to your dad. Yeah, of but course. Because of course. your mom isn't there. Well, I mean, sorry, my bad. Yeah, your, your father yeah, yeah. isn't there. She has no one to express her feelings. Reason why I know is because you know how I said my mom is up in. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. She's by herself, uh-huh. and every every time she's back, I hear her complaining to my dad. Yeah, it's she has she bro. has the opportunity to complain to my dad. Like up there, she's by herself. She's like, what the fuck am I doing i'm doing this job but then i'm not getting i'm not getting comfort she's getting money of don't course, get me wrong money, but she's not getting comfort yeah man so it's important like mental health is dangerous and, and you need someone to talk to with mental health yeah man. and what you just said there it's a really grown-up thing to do it'll be like yeah i'm in a bad state i don't want to tell tell my mom about it though because really yeah intriguing. like how, if i, if, if I feel parent, like this yeah. how is my mom gonna feel yeah about her son being really upset and really down and and I like obviously it's like I thought it had the same way. It'd be be a man, bro. Don't don't go and tell your mom how you're feeling. Just yeah. And I think it's an Asian trait as well. Like with me, when I was going through shit, bro, I didn't tell anybody, bro. I had to go through it myself. And men, in, men in today's society, we expect to be strong men, bro. Like men, ain't, men, men ain't meant to cry, bro. You're not allowed to cry. Why are you crying, bro? You're a guy, <laughs> yeah, facts. bro. Grown bro, men if, cry, if, bro. If you need to cry, bro, cry the Grown fuck, cry, bro. That's Listen. Facts. Yeah, if I'm like, I had a friend that told me she, she, she actually, this is a girl by the way, but she said she was going through shit. She wasn't feeling the greatest. I'd be like, yo, listen, if you need to cry, you just gotta let it out, bro. Yeah, holding bro. your emotions I'm, in, holding your emotions in, isn't good for your health. So I was like, I said to her, if you need to cry, cry. So bro. the thing with me, right, is like I've cried, but I, I, don't, I don't care. It's like, yeah, it, it, for me, I've gone through so much shit. I'm like. Mm. I live a fuck the world mentality And I, when I say that I don't mean uh, I don't like no one that I meet I say that as in I don't need no one To get to where I want to get to Maybe I might Maybe people People mm. can help me But really and truly If I really tried I could get to where I want to Without people's help Yeah Like there's so Only so much you can do yourself And I'm starting to realise that now But Yeah I know myself If I try and try and try I'll get to where I want to and that's mm-hmm. going to build my mental strength. That's going to build the person I need to be. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's good to just bottle it up. But don't then consider bottling everything up. Like, find a release. If, I, if yeah. that's one word of advice I can give to people, is find a release. Yeah. I didn't have no release and, until I realized basketball was my release. That's yeah. why I started playing every day, man. I was like, yo, I was in a, when I was at Amazon, I was really down because COVID was about fucking... I was working nights and I was waking up the next day on my day off at 8 p.m. in the fucking night and I would have flipping 
I would have like two hours to go out and chill with the lads before they go to bed and I'm wide awake. Yeah. That's really down. Like I've got no time to spend with my friends and my family. So I was like, okay, take sack off sack off Amazon, go to uni, play basketball. Came to Amazon, came to play basketball here at UCB, yeah. met some good people. And all I'm doing now is playing basketball. Live my life. I'm still happy. Don't get me wrong, there's still parts of me where I'm like, yo, a bit upset about this. But that's normal. Everyone yeah, everyone yeah, goes yeah. through a point where like, okay, not everything can be perfect. Nobody's perfect. And a lot of people don't get that, man. They just think, oh, shit needs to be perfect. They they look at people online and think that person's living an ideal life. No, they're not, bro. They only show you so much. Yeah. And that's the thing with social media, bro. Like, I literally, we literally just talked about it like perfect. half an hour ago. Social media is actually a really toxic place. It's because obviously, yeah, we, we see the highlights of people's lives. Yo, shit, this guy's driving a Audi. Oh, shit, this guy's going on holiday in Spain again. Oh, shit, this guy's buying a big-ass house. But people don't know the, the hardship and the work that it goes in to, you know, those highlights. Like, obviously, I drive, God, God bless, I drive a good Audi. But the, the shit I had to go through to get the Audi, bro. And then... <laughs> <coughs> Um, obviously, I, I got, I, I, you see, I'm, you see my social media. I go, I go out places. I go chill by myself. I go yeah, a lot of places. Of but like the nine to five that I work, the amount of clients I have to call, the amount of deals people I need to close that. in order to get the money to go to the places that I'm at. But people don't see that part because I don't, I don't show that part. And that's why I say social media is toxic. Because and then that's why you, I don't recommend going on social media a lot. It's a, it's a drug. But go on, Tien. Do you? How do you feel about? I'm good. Sorry, but sorry, guys. My boy Tien is also on the podcast. He's just been in the background hanging around. He's got a comment to make, so just make questions. Um, kind of lost my shoulder before. Got it. Lost it so quickly. But um, how do you feel about the demand of yourself as a man? Um, in terms of perception, in correlation to perception. I mean, that question makes no sense. But let me break it down. Have you ever noticed how? we have such a social expectation of certain things when it comes to success, right? Be, be a man, things. right? Yeah, 100%. Okay. You, you gotta make a certain amount of money, you gotta have a certain type of things, you have to be able to yeah. afford it. All ca- it all comes down to capitalist values of being able to afford things yeah. or whatever, right? You ever find it crazy how, not even from just a financial point, is you ever notice the increase of how people are willing to have the results but not have what it takes for the results? Because yeah. think of it like this, right? I have to, you know, I think I live in a decent place and, you know, I'm going to get a nice car and I'm going to, you know, I'm in decent shape and I'm very social and whatever. But for me to have the nice place, i got to wake up at 5 a.m. and I only get home at 7, right? For me to have the nice body, I have to go gym and I have to do this and I have to eat that way. For me to get the car, I have to work this amount of hardship, I have to put this much into that. And you have to, it's a lot of maintenance, isn't it? Yeah. But you ever noticed how, like, people want the end but not the, the maintenance? So it's like... Think of it in a dating perspective where it's like, you want a man who looks good, but you don't want a man who goes to the gym all the time because he needs to have time for you or something. Yeah, yeah. You want a man who can take you to all these nice places and eat all these nice foods, but you don't want a man who wakes up at 5 a.m. and has to catch two trains to work. You want a man that has good looking friends, but you don't want a man to always be out with the lads. Do you guys say it? Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I knew I'd ruin the punch. Hold on, no, 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 no. We can get back to topic real quick, but before people say it, what the fuck is he talking about? So, Tien gave her a this and a that. 
I'm going to take this out if it goes to shit. <laughs> uh, when I say that, I'll be like, yo, he's got cool friends. But he's with the lads all the time. Do you I now mean, get what I'm saying? I, okay, 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 yeah, okay, all right, all right, okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that makes sense because you want you want a man to have a good solid group of friends, yeah. but you don't want a man to be out of the group. Yeah, okay, 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 that, that was poorly worded, that, though. Yeah, bro. <laughs> okay, I put that wrong. I put that wrong. All right, peace, uh, peace, uh, peace. Anyways. Let's get back to it, man. That's jokes. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. So back to the That's back to the point. Back to the point. Yeah, TM brought up a really good. Question there, like the amount of work that a guy needs to go through in order to like show that, but then people want the end goal, as in like, like that's just the ideal world for people to like. I I want to be rich, but they don't want to go through the hardships to be rich. People don't understand growth, man. They don't understand that. Yeah, you got a people's processing is is so much different to other people's. Like Tien's in a comfortable position now, and I might not be in the same position as Tien. Someone mm-hmm. might not be in part of me. Someone might not be in the same position as me. Yeah, you know. There's people better off that are younger. There's people less better off that are older. Mm-hmm. And everyone's still going to get to that end goal. It just depends on when you get to that end goal. Yeah. And I, I always say people grow at different rates. So that's why I always say be your own competition. Don't compare yourself to others because people grow at man. different rates. Because growing up, like me, for me, um, me for example... I've with like education everything. I literally went from bang 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 bang, and I took no breaks because you know some of my friends took they they retook a year, they took gap years, so they're like 20, 23, 24, they're still in uni. Of course, I'm 20, 22, turning twenty three, and I, I've been working for two years already. Facts. So, the way I see, it, don't compare yourself with other people. It's your journey, not anyone else's. Yes, yeah. and then that's why that goes with the podcast. What I said about doing the podcast, don't do it for other people. Do it for yourself, uh-huh. because end of the day, you grow at your own rate. They should like obviously, like I said, the attention is nice. It comes along with it sometimes, but you shouldn't be craving. Your goal shouldn't be like, yeah, I want attention, so that's why I'm doing it. I want people to see me. That's why I'm doing know. Your goal should be like, I want to be a better version of myself, and yeah. if people are notice you along the way. It's about aspiring to be the best version of yourself. And yeah, people don't see that. I mean, they're like, I need to get to the point where people like me. Because I'm doing what they want to see me do, not I'm doing what I want to do. And I feel like that's the dumbest thing ever because if you really look at it that way, you're always going to be chasing clout and not chasing self-success. You're not going to be chasing what you're happy yeah. for. Are you really going to be happy when, oh, Tom, Dick and Harry like me, but I don't like myself? Okay. Yeah. Now look at it that way. All of a sudden you're like, whoa, why am I pleasing others a lot myself? Talking about chasing clout and, you know, just looking nice. Oh, I'm, I'm going to tell you a good story. I'm going to tell you a funny story. It's about my vehicle. So, obviously, I'm in a fortunate position to get a good car. Nice. And then some of my friends around me also got, like, good cars for, for their age. And, obviously, because some of my friends are into cars, they, they're modding the cars, you know, spoilers, tinted out windows. Yeah, yeah, remapping and, all that Yeah, shit. remapping yeah. and shit like that. And they'd be like, Jace, when are you going to do, do it to yours? And then, I can't lie, one time, I almost got, I almost let the pressure get to me, because, oh, I'm going to tell you this story, I fucking scratched my rims, and then, I was so fucking pissed, Aww. yeah, I, 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 I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to change the whole rims, I looked at this, a set of rims, it was 1,600 £1, pounds for, the, for four rims, but, and then I was like, shit, maybe I'll, I'll just start modding my whip, and then I drove, drove it to the mud shop, and then I spoke to the boss man, right. boss man gave me the realest words ever, he's like, you're, you're only modding your car because you want to keep up with your friends Literally. you realize modding your car doesn't benefit you at all if, when you resell this car okay it looks nice so more buyers will buy it 
but really and truly, you're not adding any value to your cars. So, I mean, end of the day, I, I am working at the shop, so if you want to spend money, I can happily take your money and mod your car for you. But really and truly, do you need to mod your car? And I, I sat there, I deeped it. I was like, yeah, fuck those two, bro. I ain't modding my car. Save your peace, And then bro. I drove, drove out of that place. I was like, boss man, Appreciate you that. gave me the realest words. Yeah, ever. man. And then I deeped it. I, I'm not the type of person to chase clout, but I almost gave in to the pressure. So in today's society, it's also about pr like peer pressure as well. You see, you see your boys doing good. You see people doing good. You see people go on a holiday. You're like, shit, I want to do that too. Yeah. But really and truly, if you're in a fortunate position enough to do it, do it, but obviously, if you're not in a good position to do it, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not in a good position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really true. I'm, God bless, I'm in a fortunate position to, to do actually, you know, mind my car, do whatever the fuck I want. But I deeped it. Is it adding any value to my life other than the car looks good? It doesn't add any not other really, value to my car, to my like life. A, you're not a flipping racer or anything, so you don't, yeah. really, need a, you don't really need a car that, that meets certain standards. You just need a car to get from A to B, and if it's a good car, it's a good car, but, yeah. you know, People just look at things and they think there's material people, and then there's I f forgot the word. What's the is it ideal? I mm, what's that word? I can't remember the word. Anyway, materialistic and yeah, anyway, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. And the material people, all they care about is does this look good? Because if it looks good, people are gonna like it looking good, and then people are gonna like me because it looks good. Mm. Okay, but then let's say the people like you because it looks good. All of a sudden, you become friends with them. Shit. Now you're trying to keep up with these people, so you're trying to do what they're trying to do. You're just wasting money, you're wasting away your life, your mental health, or your physical health because you're trying to keep up with this set mm -hmm. of people's standards. Take a, let's say, uni girls. And I, when I say uni girls, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, bro, let's say there's this one innocent girl, yeah, and then she's living in a flat with three girls that go flipping, what, what's the local club? Name a local club. Prison. They go prison on a week, on a, on a regular, twice a week. Yeah, they say to their flatmate, Oh, come on, let's go for a sesh one time. Okay, she'll go for a sesh. She's enjoyed herself, but she doesn't like to do it because she's broke the bank a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, she spent about a pretty penny. And now they're like, Oh, that was really good. She's got a few likes on Instagram because her friends have got a few likes on Instagram. All of a sudden, Oh, I like that. I feel really nice. Goes again, wastes another 50 quid, but she gets some more likes. More likes and more likes. Six weeks down the line, She's broke as shit, but she's got a shitload of likes. Okay, let's take that uni girl again. She didn't go out for any of those sessions. Save the piece. She's got about 600 pounds. She can buy herself a car if it's a shit car. She can buy herself a plane ticket out of the country and go travel by herself. She can, you know, just spend that pee. And people don't get that. It's not about, we're just gonna, I'm gonna come back to this. It's not about impressing others. It's about impressing yourself and making yourself happy. And people don't put their happiness before other people's happiness anymore. Mm. And that's something again I feel like social media's done live it's become something where if other people ain't happy with you you shouldn't be happy and I just feel like that's the dumbest thing ever yeah I can't lie AB that story sounded personal still what no 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 <laughs> yeah what? man I'm in club I got drunk yeah yeah I'm kidding man I'm kidding that story sounded <laughs> you see Tien just smiling in the back <laughs> nah I'm kidding man I'm kidding anyways anyways um <laughs> All right, we we talked about your 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 life in uni and where where you know your your social life and that. Where do you see yourself in the future, AB? Like, what's your aspirations? What, what goals do you want uh, to achieve? Yeah, so I'm a strength and conditioning and sports nutrition student at yeah. the moment, um, and like I've said, I've always wanted to be involved in sports, specifically basketball. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna try my hardest. Like I've 
I've been playing basketball every day for the past few weeks. I've been going yeah. to the gym really hard. I'm going to try my hardest to, to make it somewhere with basketball. If it don't, it's not for me, is it? Like, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, I have a saying in my religion, Allah Alim. That means if God wills, it's going to happen. But if he don't yeah. will, that means it's not for you. Yeah. But I know that regardless of if I make it in basketball or not, I'm going to stay in the sport because I know that the, yeah. the jobs available for me and the opportunities I've already found are sick. So anyway, coming back to it, uh, regardless of playing basketball, I want to work with athletes to make them the best athletes they can be. And I'm only saying that because I consider myself a student athlete. I play basketball, I go to the gym and I eat. You know, right now, that's just three things. Nutrition is one of the things, most important things in any athlete's life, right? And they're not taking it seriously. Okay, let's say you take the gym and playing basketball at the gym and your recovery seriously. Mm-hmm. Shit, I went on a tangent. We're going to block that out. Let me come back to this. <laughs> so. Nah, that's, that's no, no, it's cool. Going. I know, I know. Going, uh, I'm just trying to fix what I said. Okay, so I want to provide a service where athletes can come to me and I can provide everything they need to do apart from skills to become the best athlete possible. And when I say that, that means nutrition. That means eating right so that your body's fueled properly to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. That means getting in the gym and lifting the weights properly, but at in the way that they're going to help you. So not, oh, let me just squat for three sets of 12 reps like everyone does. Nah, get your program. So that program is either going to make you jump higher, run faster, or get stronger. I'll pattern that. And then the final one is recovery. I heard a saying years ago, and it applies to everything in life. Prevention is better than cure. And when I say that, I mean, athletes are all about, oh, I hurt my leg, I need to fix it. But what if you stretched and you sorted out your leg before playing basketball? That injury wouldn't even happen in the first place. And I'm all about getting athletes to a point where they're fit enough to go day in day out 100% and they know that they're not going to get hurt because they're prepared for that right now that's not a service that's widely available in the UK or in mm-hmm. the world really and that's just something I feel like I can provide so I want to launch my business my business is launching May 2023 stay tuned hey, for that see, yeah let's man go, let's go, let's go. people have heard of it anyway uh, yeah I'm launching that May 2023 it's called the Athletes Hub uh, yeah. get to know it um yeah, man, I feel like I'm always a, a people person. I like helping people. I like helping mm. people grow, you know, whether that's mentally or physically or whether just that's just as themselves. And what better way to do it than in sport and to do what I enjoy doing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man, I just want to be, be somewhere where I'm, I'm financially stable, first of all. That's going to help me make money, but that's God also going to help me help people. And there's, there's ways of being known, like, that's Ibi, he's rich. Oh, that's Ibi, he helped this guy and he helped that guy. He's a really good guy. That's not clout anymore. That's yo, people that, know you because you're real. Mm-hmm. And there's not many people like that in the world. I just want to be that. I don't want to be, yo, Ibi's a sick guy because he's doing X. No. Ibi helped this guy out. Ibi's helping this guy. Ibi's making changes to the world. Ibi's helping out his local community. I want to be known for doing the right things, not the wrong things. Yeah. Not things that people want to see, what I want to see. Yeah. And when you do what you want to do, people applaud you for doing the right thing and not the wrong thing. So I just want to be in a position where I can help out my Marge, you know be happy with myself mm-hmm. and also help others yeah. uh, and I feel like the Athletes Hub is really going to take me there yo bro those are some big aspirations bro Facts. Appreciate if that. you launch the hub I'm going to be one of your clients bro I'm going to call you up like yes, that. Hey, appreciate that I injured my, injured my thigh man <laughs> I need my help yeah you said a moving screen that's why <laughs> <laughs> I blame that 6'4 dude that ran into me bro <laughs> anyways <laughs> moving up moving yeah up. anyways yeah, that's that's some good aspirations bro thank like, you man thank you uh, yo, God bless you, man. I hope you do do well in that as, in that field. Appreciate that, because like I said, if you do launch that business, I'm gonna be one of the clients. I'm gonna Thank be the one of the first man. people calling and be like, "Ibu, 
I'm there. I need a program. Help me. I out. got you. Yes, sir. Because with me, with my sports program, I I would say I'm kind of stubborn with my sports program. Let's say I do like I do four sets of ten for um hypertrophy. I stick to that. And then that's not a bad. To be fair, yeah. Like with like I'm not gonna get into the science because I'd be here all day. Yeah. But science says that's decent. Four sets is is a good set for like a good amount of sets for hypertrophy. Tw- yeah. Ten, Eight to twelve reps is also a good set. Yeah. Amount of reps for hypertrophy. So putting yeah. the two together, yeah, man, that's decent. You look good, bro. Yeah, I appreciate pause, it. Bro. Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> I appreciate it. But you I look good, bro. I appreciate it, man. Um, obviously, you talked about your, you know, career-wise, where you want to be. How about you know, social-wise, uh, so- socially, where where you want to be? Shit, man. So obviously, just just your personal life and stuff like that. Personally, bro, I just, you know, it's gonna sound. You might take this the right way or the wrong way, but like, we'll find out. We'll find out. Social wise, I want to be that guy. That I just want to go ghost. And when I say that, I don't say, oh, I don't want no one to know me anymore. Da, da, da. Nah, mm-hmm. I want to go live in a nice country with my wife and kids mm-hmm. in like Costa Rica, living in a nice little favela, selling mm. fruit at a market. That's the ideal life. Just sat there. All I got to worry about is coming, opening up my shop, selling them nice fruits, living by the beach, living a good life. And I'm just happy. I'm happy that my wife's happy. I'm happy that my mum's is happy and I'm happy that I'm living a normal life. You know, it's not something where shit, I gotta wake up and answer the yeah. phone twenty times a day. I gotta wake up and make sure Tom, Dick and Harry know that I was on social media at this time and this time. Nah bro, I just wanna wake up. Like I, I was talking to you earlier before I got here. Yeah. I said to you, but I'm just seeing the sights. I'm just living my life, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people don't sit back the and small take the time things for that. In yeah, life, bro. bro. The small and things in life. That like like I said, that fruit market idea is it's so simple but so big because it's me. I'm the simplest guy ever. I don't like to, oh, let's go out on a session. Let's go do this. Let's, let's go park. Let's, let's go do this. Let's go do something small. But it's big to me because I'm socially socializing yeah. with my friends, with my family. And, you know, I don't like to be that social media guy. Yeah, I'm on social media. Yeah, I post things. But I don't say, oh, let's go wireless. Let's go do this. That's not me. I like to mm. be a simple person. And for me, in a, in a social aspect of a progression in a few years' time, I just want to be me. I want to be a, be a person, like I said earlier when I was talking about the athletes up, I want to be someone that's known for helping people, not just, um, how can I say, it? I don't want to be the social media guy or the guy that's that's got hella clout. I just want to be that guy that's doing his thing and everyone's happy with him doing his thing because it's a good thing. Yeah. Bro, that's words right there, man. Have you... Alright, we spoke about a lot, you know. You know, I already. wrote this down last night in my little notebook. Okay. <laughs> man, man well, it's straight acapella, bro. This is straight off my head. But yeah, Ibi, have you got any questions you want to ask me about? Bro, or you got any? I'm sat here with this nice Acer laptop and this nice blue mic. Bro, teach me, man. Obviously, I want to okay. start my podcast. Yeah. I don't know where to start, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did say I was going to talk to you about the podcast thing. One of the biggest things about you doing anything in life, not just podcasts, you know, if you want to start a new program. It's the first initial step. Once you take the initial step, everything else will fall into place. Like, obviously, this mic was like 200 pounds. Yeah, when I bought the mic, I was like, fuck, 200 pounds. How often am I going to use it? But then I had to make the decision. You, rather, you want good quality podcast or you want shit quality podcast. But then I was like, shit, I'm already st- I already started a podcast. So I might as well make it the best quality I can. So uh-huh. I went through with it, bought the mic. And everything else falls, falls into place. I found out a program that allows me to, you know, upload my podcast onto Spotify. And then, and this applies to not just, you know, the podcast. It applies to life. Let's say you want to start a new sports program. You want to get fitter. The first thing you need to do, one step, take everything one step at a time. 
start your gym membership, then get a program and then stick to the program. If the f- program doesn't Facts. work out, change up the program a bit and then eventually everything everything will fall in pl- into place and you will see start re- seeing results. Let's say perfect example i wanted to buy a certain object i want i wanted to buy a car for example yeah yeah what, what's the first thing i'll do you search you look into you know vehicles look into the car uh, let's say houses because i sell houses then. okay if you want to buy a house what's the first thing you do you look into the houses and then you you find a house what's the first thing you do you need to give the initial deposit and you get people to do the work and then eventually everything will fall into place okay the legal work's done okay the seller side's ready okay the the money's ready from the bank the mortgage is ready literally so everything is into place and then once that's done everything will fall into place eventually don't need to force anything like you don't like yeah you don't need to force anything let life happen and life will because i it's gonna sound cliche but i believe in the going with the flow of life yeah i like good energy energy law of attraction you believe it will happen and it will eventually happen so i believe my life will turn out good and the podcast will do good and then I'm just doing everything I can in my power to, you know, do it, do the best I can. And eventually it will fall into place. Like, yeah, like you facts. said, God's will, bro. If it's meant to be, it it's will meant be. To be. Definitely facts. Like, um, obviously, take, we're talking about taking the first step. Um, yeah. Yesterday, yeah, that's the most important. Yeah, the bro. first step is always the most so important. So we were talking yesterday, was it, over yeah. about coming in today? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, I've been talking about my podcast. So I wanted to do it for time. And yeah. I saw you had a podcast. I was like, yo, I listened to your two's podcast, by the way. Sick. Appreciate uh, it, bro. Thank you. Anyway, um, yeah, I was talking to you, going back and forth. And I'm just there sitting in my head. I'm like, Ibi, just chat to Jace, bro. Because he's got his own podcast. That's the first step. You first chat to step. him and learn about how to do an actual podcast. All of a sudden, you're going to get somewhere. You've taken that first step. You're then inclined to take the second step and the third step and so on and so forth. Yeah. Bro, when I said to you, yo, I don't want to wake up. Uh, I'm not, sorry, I don't want to come because I might go back to sleep. I thought to myself, am I a dickhead? If I don't come to this, I'm going to have to reschedule and be busy again and again and again. Yeah. Fuck it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. If you just do it, what's the worst that could happen? It goes to shit. Okay. You learn that it's not going to happen. Wow. Go do something else. But if you don't even try doing that, how are you going to know right. you could ever do it? Um, and a lot of people don't get that. They're scared to even put themselves into the, the deep zone. And... People are like, oh, I got anxiety, this, that. But then I tell you, what's the worst that could happen? And they sit and think, uh, it'll go to shit and everyone's going to laugh at me. Okay, but how long is that laughing going to be? Five minutes? Ten minutes? Tops? Max? Yeah, that that's that's also one thing as well. If you, you that, that that goes with rela- relationships. Sorry, Ibi. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If you see a learn girl on the street, just go up to her, bro. What's the worst that can happen? She, she rejects you. hundred, bro. You know what I'm saying? Man, I'm like, oh, Sorry, yeah. I apologize. That's cool, that's cool. Man, I'm like, oh. This girl's gonna say X, Y, Z to me. Do, 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 do. What if she asks me? Okay, bro. You go up to a girl in the street. Sorry, I've got a man. Okay, fine. You took the L. Is what it is. She's gonna walk her way. You're gonna walk that way. Probably never gonna see her again. You mm-hmm. took the L. You know that. She knows that. Nobody else knows that, bro. Why are you so upset? True. And a lot of people just need to be. Okay, I'm gonna walk up to this girl. I'm gonna chat to her. If she says no, she says no. If she says yes, shit, I'm in. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't see it that way. They're too scared to take that first step, like you said. Uh, yeah, man, my mom went into Gallon. Boy, is that? Sorry, I, I just dude, had to let That was a good transition, man. I don't, I don't know why. No. Hey, it's just a bad habit of mine. Always Sorry. taking all these girls, man. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be like you, bro. Nah, no, don't say that. I'm trying to be like you. <laughs> anyways, anyways. I'm going to ask you this as well. Yeah. Uh, so, if I didn't play basketball, shit. I'd be in. I wouldn't play any sport, bro. Football is too fucking small. 
Mm-hmm. I, I was getting the shit beat out of me every because I used to play Sunday league. Yeah. Uh, this was when I was like 15, 16, just before I started college, about 14. Bro, I would, on a regular Sunday night, I would get, I would come home bruised up. Like, bruised on my legs, bruised on my back. My mom was like, oh, you need to go hospital. I'm like, nah, it's just Sunday league. You get battered Sunday league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And football wasn't it for me. I was good. I could, I could kick more, but I was never keeping up with the pace of all these guys. If it wasn't for basketball, I wouldn't be where I am today. Uh, I feel like football would have taken me places, but mm. ultimately basketball's done so much for me. And I'm, I don't think I could really pick another sport apart from basketball. What about you? Yeah. So with me, if you didn't know, before playing basketball, I used to play football. Unfortunately, I was one of the best players in football. I wasn't. One, I wasn't even good. My 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 leg coordination is so shit. Yeah, that my I two left feet, bro. I don't know what the <laughs> hell's going on there. Like in basketball, if I watch someone do a crossover, I analyze it. I can do that crossover after like a few practices. Yeah. In football, I'm I'm staring at Ronaldo do, doing these skills. Yeah, I'm I'm watching breakdowns. Foot speed. But when when I do it, I'm I'm fumbling that bro, I'm falling over. Fast feet. But then, like basketball is also very similar to football, bro. You got yeah. footwork in basketball too, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So before playing basketball, I used to play football and then I gave up football to play basketball. And Good if decision. I, if I wasn't playing basketball, what would I be doing? I'd probably be going gym and bo- doing boxing actually. Because I, I, recently, um, I started a new summer program, you know, um, I joined this boxing event that's going to hold like a boxing uh, campaign on the 3rd of September, but I need to sell 10 tickets in order to fight. So On the 3rd of September? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, you a, got time, It's bro. a Saturday, it's a How Saturday. much are the tickets? £25 per ticket. Where's the event? Uh, Aston Villa. I'm there. You got you one sure? show there. Ah, shit. <laughs> I need. I haven't. I haven't been to to any of the training sessions yet. I swear you I, do. You you're, you're a seller for a living, bro. I know. I'm then why the hell can't you sell ten tickets? I know. <laughs> I, I can sell ten tickets. Well, that's not the problem. Get the fight there, bro. Go beat someone up. I should. I should. Um, yeah. So if I wasn't doing basketball, I'd probably do boxing. You know. Yeah, bro. Did you see Jace kick, kill it, kicking people's asses on Sky Sports, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But imagine me fighting Al Floyd Mayweather, bro. Yeah. That's a hundred million fight right there. He too small. D- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll probably get, I'll probably oh, get my ass good. knocked out. Yeah, man. Uh, okay, I want to talk about money. When yeah. I say when I say money, mm-hmm. I don't mean mm, touchy subject. Yeah, yeah. in it, in it. A lot of people very. When I say money, I don't mean how much money you got in the bank. How, nah, I mean, is money really everything? Because a lot of people they're rich and they're not happy and a lot of people ain't rich and they are happy mm. you know and i feel like there's only so much money can do for you yeah uh but yes money will make you happier but it won't make you yeah what's the word content content yeah. that's the word right human with human nature if you want to talk about money and yeah, you know greed and everything like that with human nature we're always craving for more. Once you get to this level of richness, you're going to be like, ah, oh, shit, this ain't enough. I'm just driving a Lamborghini. That guy's driving a fucking F1 car. I want an F1 car now. And then when you get an F1 car, oh, wait. There's always something got, better, isn't there? I got yeah. an F1 car. Oh, this guy's flying a private jet. I need to get myself a private jet. So with human like human nature, we're never going to be content. So with money, with like me personally, I know how much I need to make. And then it's a con... Um, basically, I need that passive income that can... Um, secure my lifestyle 
So let's say my lifestyle. Yeah, currently, you're like you have a, a, a not a lifestyle budget. What is it? Your lifestyle has a certain amount that you need to use every month. In like, order to maintain this yeah, lifestyle, yeah, your lifestyle is X amount a month, and that set of income makes sure is made sure to pay off that lifestyle every month. If it doesn't, you're in the shit basically. Yeah, yeah. So with me, I'm content with just you know having enough income to support my current living style. Because truth be told, God bless, I'm in a happy situation. I'm happy with where mm-hmm. I am right now. I got enough money. I got the sufficient funds to support my maintain my current life life of living yeah. obviously I do want life to get better I want my own house eventually I want to get a better car eventually stuff like that so obviously with that high expensive I need to get more money but once it gets to that point I feel like I'm content with life what about you Abby? what me because um, so you, you said something about you, you're you happy with just you know yeah, a, a yeah, minim- yeah, minimalistic yeah. lifestyle yeah bro like, um, I'm definitely happy with a minimalistic lifestyle don't get me wrong yeah. but who isn't happy with six figures in their account yeah, and when I say that, I don't mean oh I want to be living lavish, but there's so much you can do with little money. There's only so much you can do with a lot of money. You can yeah. do obviously do a lot more. I think with me, it's not about having the most money in the yeah, world, yeah, having millions. I want to be financially secure enough, financially free, yes. financial freedom, and financially secure enough to let's say, oh wait, I want oh TN, uh, Ivy, you want to go on holiday next month? Yeah, I got I got money. Yeah, I got like money in my bag. Literally, to, bro, that's how I want to be. I wanna... Oh wait, you guys want to go down to that fancy restaurant and grab a meal? Yes, Literally, that's bro. absolutely fine. I'm not gonna be ah oh, shit. Ah, oh, my payday is tomorrow. Man. I can't eat until my payday comes. Or I'm not gonna be like, oh shit, I want a Ferrari, bro. Oh, I'm I'm into that shit. Oh wait, I want a private jet. I'm not into that lifestyle. Yeah, man. I just want enough money to support my current lifestyle. Like I'm living. everyone, everyone has a dream car and a and a dream house and a dream this and a dream that. But no one has the okay. The dream life is I want to have a mansion. Nah, no, bro. The dream life is just somewhere where you're calm, comfortable with you're it. calm, you're comfortable, and you're just happy every day. And yeah. like. Is it really a dream life and you got to wake up in your mansion and, and you know, you got to make sure that the bills is paid for that mansion mm. and then there's, you know, you've got X, Y, Z happening to your car all the time and there's only so much you can do for your car compared to waking up in a small house, low maintenance, you know, mm. you're working at, like I said, that fruit market I was talking about. What you got to do is put up the shutters, sell the fruits, live your <laughs> life. You know what I'm saying? And think about it, bro. It's just a calm lifestyle. You don't have to dress nice. You can just dress in a t-shirt, some shorts. Just live life. Yeah. That's all I want it to be. I want... And I also want... I mean, one thing, clear. I want my mum to be in the best position. Like, my mum sacrificed so much bro, for me. Shout out to mama, bro. Yeah, shout out to mums, man. Uh, my mum sacrificed. So, like, yeah, we don't get along all the time. But I feel like if it wasn't for my mum... I'd probably be in such a worse off place. Yeah. Like, there's been times where I said I'm going to leave the house and I look back at myself like, why the fuck did I say that? Yeah. What? You know what I'm saying? Bro, oh my God. Talking about that, like, I deep how much of a sacrifice my parents had to take to in order to so bring much, me to the man. UK. Because I think I, talk, I talked about a couple of podcasts ago. My parents, my dad was making like, not six figures, but like he was making... He was comfortable, it, yeah. He was making like 6,000 uh, uh, Chinese yuan per week. In, in like which is like 600 pounds a week in, in china he's because he was a head chef for a restaurant in beijing or something all right so, so one of them big cities obviously big city high expense or high, high income he had to take the sacrifice and you know move me to the uk to give me a better lifestyle and then obviously at the start life wasn't great bro we was living in a council house a three bedroom council house with two other families so so three families in a three bedroom council house it's one, tough. Yeah, one I family, can, I can one imagine, family per bedroom and then obviously my dad was 
is a graftable is grinding till this day and then i'm fortunate enough to say yeah we're living in a big house six bedroom house now he owns like properties that he can know because I'm, I'm into property like one i, f I realized one of the things he he was maturing like he was planting me like what's that word Plant the seed. Plant, planting me for me to do is to manage his businesses bro he's like jace go, yeah he's basically property. he's ready for you to take on what yeah, he's yeah, currently yeah. taking yeah yeah, yeah, so, yeah so he owns properties now and well guess what i'm working as i'm, pro I'm working as a property manager Facts. so when his property is ready he, he just says to me jace i got this house get, get it rented for me for this much and if i can't achieve it i'll just be like your boss yeah i was not going for that much but i can help you go rent it for this much so that's that's what i'm currently doing and like i've realized how financially stable and how fortunate I, I am enough to do these you know podcasts and you know live my life because of my parents so that's why i'm always so grateful for my parents well like, parents take a lot of sacrifice you know so shout out to your mom yeah, shout out to my shout parents out to, shout out to your, your family too like yeah i don't know how close your family are obviously Bro. like i said i'm a single i'm an only child so yeah. My cousins were like siblings to me. They still are. Yeah. Uh, and just like they've always said to me, "Be we get that you've had your like." They know a lot more about my lifestyle. They yeah. they know about the life I live. But they've always said they'd be we're here to talk. And I'm like, look, all that I'm happy to do is when I my like I said, my release is just me going to see my family, bro. Like I ain't seen them in so long. I went for Eid. We celebrated Eid the other day, and yeah. I hadn't seen them in a few months, and I was just so upset. And I was like, I came to the house, and like. All that like stress and like being upset just went because I saw my family and they was happy to see me and I was, sometimes that's all you need, and it's the little things that go a long way. You don't need to always vent. Sometimes just being around people that make you happy and make you comfortable is all you need. Um, and you know me again being an only child, having that having that relationship with my family and my cousins is, yeah. is something that's really big to me. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like it's gonna last forever, man, because being an only child has been tough for me, uh, mm. but I feel like it's shaping the person I am. Uh, and I feel like there's there's no people have always said to me you're gonna be spoiled you're gonna be this nah bro nah bro like I, I've I've always thought like my mom yeah she works a, a she works a hard graft I work my job and you know I'm alhamdulillah I'm in a in a position now where I'm happy I'm not content I'm happy with where I'm at yeah I'm at uni I'm working a part time job as a youth worker in one of the biggest charities in in Birmingham at the moment. And I've been told by my boss, by the manager of the company, that I'm one of the best coaches in Birmingham. Shit, what the hell? Me, a coach, one of the best in Birmingham? How the hell does that come across? I'm not even a sick hooper. And all I do is just, I go there, I get people to, to be happy, and I teach them something new. Mm. That you don't have to be a good coach to, to make someone sick. you got to help them improve. Yes, I'm helping someone improve, but also make them comfortable when they're improving. And that's what I'm good at. And now... I feel like I'm ready to just take those skills elsewhere. Yeah. Bless up, bless up. Bro, it's been a blast. Yo, maybe, man. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on, man. <laughs> I, I appreciate you for coming it's on. It's been great, man. And have you got any final messages to the to the listeners? Take the plunge, man. Like, don't be scared. If you're going to do it, do it. What's the worst that could happen? I've already said this. What's the worst that could happen? Just do it. You know, meeting new people, uh, starting a new job, you know, just speaking to a girl bro it's like all you gotta do is just do it regardless of the situation you're in do it and nothing wrong nothing bad is going to come out of it unless you're just being really scared it's gonna be it's gonna be worse if you don't do it than if you do it so just mm -hmm. do it that's all i gotta say man uh again jace bro thank you so much yeah, it's been a blast man thanks so much for coming on the show and to the listeners 
thanks, uh, thanks for listening, and I'll see y'all in the next episode. Peace.